has been paid for by the New World Order. Listen up, you blind slap nut. If I can be serious for a minute. This is the Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. The real reason I came here tonight is because we are live! We flex on Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all the ages, the snowman is back on the airwaves after a week off. I know, a lot, a lot less, you know, hype on that for the fact that it's been a while. Guys, been uh, had a nice little break. Uh, we had some guests take on the show, take over, you know, be on the network for a little bit. Uh, if you guys checked it out uh, last week, we had uh, Rant and Rave on the network doing a show with uh, Mr. Zach Gowan. But now the snowman is back to take o- take back his show, the Flex Network Wrestling Week in Review is back with you guys. And better than ever after a nice little break. So what has been going on in the world of wrestling? Well, we're going to talk about it here on the Flex Network uh, as we are on the road to WrestleMania backlash, and I'm gonna have a talk about that in a little bit because man, interesting name with that one, WrestleMania backlash. I do not know what they were smoking or even thinking about over there at WWE. Thinking, you know what, we got backlash. How do we spice it up? I know, let's. Make it WrestleMania backlash. It's genius. Actually, you know what? Hold on. It's genius. Wrong. It's not genius, guys. It is literally one of the interestingly dumb ideas that you could have come out of. But again, I'm not the one making the decisions on naming pay-per-views over there. But we're on the road to WrestleMania Backlash. And it is going to be interesting. We had a grand, grand, impactful moment in the wrestling business as we have a new world's champion at impact in the one of a Kenny Omega. But you know what? Hold on. Before I get too far into that world, let's get back 
and talk what is also going on in the world of wrestling. Let's get through with the news report over here because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, we New Japan Pro Wrestling was supposed to have some shows coming up in the month of May, on uh, the 8th, the 10th, and 11th, but with what is going on in uh, Tokyo right now with the virus and everything, uh, they are having an ongoing state of emergency, so unfortunately for the road to Wrestle Grants, uh, the road to wrestle grand slam tour those three events uh may 8th 10th and 11th from korean hall it has been canceled it is unfortunate so uh hopefully things start to cool down over there in tokyo um and if you've been hearing what's been going on with snoop dogg and his relationships with AEW and dynamite and well dynamite and uh wwe uh, apparently, with what happened back in December, uh, well, sorry, not December, January, with Snoop Dogg making his appearance on Dynamite at New Year's Eve, uh, Smash kind of didn't sit well with WWE execs, you know, with with Team WWE, to the point that apparently he had a two week pause on, you know, with their relationship, if you could say. Uh, but again, it got reinstated. You know, they they seem to be talking again. You know, as they had asked him, "Hey, do you want to be uh, in WWE 2K22?" Uh, and I guess that you know, with that coming out, so I guess now uh, Snoop Dogg and WWE are seem to be back on somewhat good terms. And again, just a lot of interesting quirks. I mean, you got Snoop Dogg who. Is not really is making guest appearance on AEW because again, big time show is you know he's a judge and it's on the Turner Network, but he's also a Hall of Famer for WWE, so it's very convoluted and crazy over there. Um, and of course, gonna have a re I have a reaction with the whole Mickey James, and of course we all know the big firings, uh, well releases several weeks ago. Uh, and what had happened in the fact that Mickey James got her gear and, you know, her stuff sent in a box in a trash bag. I don't know who in their right mind over there at WWE was smart enough, had the common sense to think, well, since we're, you know, she doesn't work here anymore, or these people don't work here anymore, let's just throw their stuff in trash bags and just toss it over, you know, just toss it in a box and ship it off to them. So it's just completely dumb to the, to the fact that this is how you treat someone who has been with your wrestling company for the longest time is, you know, considered a rest, you know, hopefully going to be a, in the hall of fame. And all that she's done for your company, you're just going to put her stuff in a trash bag and just, oh, we're you know just going to ship it off like as is in trash. Completely, completely stupid. But uh, other news: Ronda Rousey 
four months preg has announced that she is four uh four months pregnant uh and is expecting uh congratulations to ronda rousey and their her new addition to her family uh it's gonna be great um and i guess dark side of the ring has announced uh the uh that dark side of the ring that has a show on vice they're going to be covering in their topics for season three they are going to be talking about uh brian pillman nick gage uh Car collision in korea they're going to be talking about uh the ultimate warrior they're going to be talking about dynamite kid grizzly smith uh Johnny K9, aka Bruiser Bedlam, the steroid trials from from Mr. McMahon's 1994 uh, uh, trial. They're going to be talking about uh, FMW. They're going to be talking about the plane ride from hell from 2002 uh, with WWE's uh, European tour flight. From all the way back in 2002, uh, Luna Fashan, XPW. They're going to be talking about Chris Ken. Uh, who better than Canyon? And it's that's a stacked lineup of stuff to talk about right there. I mean, the collision in Korea with back in '95. With WCW and New Japan Pro Wrestling. That event, I want I'm very well intrigued with and want to see what everything with that whole event right there. Cause it I wouldn't have ever thought that WCW New Japan was gonna do an event in Korea, in North Korea, in one of the most hostile places on the planet with everything that North Korea has, you know, is doing, you know, in their roles and their leadership. So it's just, it's going to be very interesting to say the least, you know, for that one interview or that one series right there, that it's going to be an, a great, episode to go and watch guys uh go and check that out along with the steroid trials and the plane ride from hell uh even brian pillman of course brian pillman can't wait for that episode especially since that one's going to be the premiere episode on may 6 and then the big news out of aew aew is looking to be hitting the road and having fans again in stadium in uh, arenas again starting in July. Guys, that is going to be huge to say the least. And we're going to talk AEW in a short little bit uh, with what is on the horizon because we're coming up on blood and guts. And I cannot wait for that. That is going to be crazy as hell. Uh, but that is it for the news portion of the show. Uh, talking about 
what's what has happened on TV. So again, if you have not seen anything or watched anything on the TV side of the world, please mute whatnot because we're going to spoil some things for you guys. So because we're going to talk about what went down in the in the week in wrestling. Uh, Impact Rebellion was this past weekend, and of course, the big main event match, Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan for both the Impact World title and the AEW World title. Winner takes all, and this match was humongously big, guys. It was huge. A 23-minute match. It was awesome. Back and forth. Crazy crazy spots galore unfortunately for mr witch swan that it did not pan out for him and kenny omega is now your world champion in impact triple a and an aew he is a belt collector ladies and gentlemen it is so impressive that you have one man who is now going to three companies or sorry, two companies outside of his, the company he is signed with going to Impact and being their world champion, going to AAA and being their world champion. And now is going to be on and defending this title more and more. Uh, more than likely is going to be at uh, Slammiversary in July for, uh, for uh, Impact Wrestling. And if you saw the commercial for Impact Wrestling, you saw several hints of how their world is going to change again. And you saw in the commercial some little snips of Samoa Joe, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, or sorry, Laurel Van Ness, you know, going, you know, obviously going back to Impact Wrestling. You saw the great Muta. You saw. Kuzichka, a young Kuzichka Okada and a ten, young Tenzo Naito in the package. And you also saw flags of Mexico and Australia. Now, I'm interested to know what's the deal with Mexico and, and flag uh, snips in the commercial. But to see Samoa Joe probably go back, Mickey James go back. To Impact, Chelsea Green go back to Impact Wrestling. Okada and Naito hitting, you know, going back for another run, but being a different version of themselves, the more impactful, the more world known Okada and Naito. I can, uh, that's going to be a very well received slammiversary, depending on what. Uh, they have planned for Slammiversary in a couple of months in the month of July. So it's going to be a fun, depending, and even more so, what are they going to have Kenny Omega do for Slammiversary? That's going to be the real highlight between now for the next three months, depending on when they have, uh, what day they have settled on for Slammiversary in July. Uh, we got three months to kill here with Impact Wrestling. So, uh, moving on to this past, you know, off of Impact Rebellion. It was a great pay-per-view. Make sure you guys go check that out. Um, as, again, uh, go quickly run down the card again. Uh, Pre-show, Rosemary and Havoc 
taking on Kimberly and Susan. Uh, they Rosemary and Havoc picking up the victory. Uh, main card three way match for the X Division title uh, as Austin Ace defended against. Josh Alexander and TJP, great matchup in the X division. It's always a gr you know fun division to check out. Exciting and impactful. Uh, Josh Alexander, your new X division champ. Uh, Violent by Design, uh, Cody Deaner, Jordan, uh, Joe Doring, and Rhino, and an unknown mystery replacement. Uh, as Eric Young was not medically cleared, I guess he was not wrestling. Taking on Chris Saban, A Edwards, the Cowboy, James Storm, Storm, and Willie Mack in eight-man tag team match. And the replacement for Eric Young, you might know him as Big Cass, but is going by W. Morrisley at Impact Wrestling, making his making first real TV appearance in a long time. Since you know, I would say Ring of Honor, you know, appearance that he came to the crowd with his former running buddy Enzo Mare, uh, and then first real to match since what WWE days, other than being on the indie circuit. But I, this impact's picking up speed here, guys, and the content and the action. So go and check out Impact Wrestling, guys. Uh, violent. By design and W. Morsley, uh, pick up the victory in the eight man tag. One-on-one uh, -on -one action. Brian Myers taking on Matt Cordona. Uh, Matt Cordona loses to his uh, friend of me, I would say, uh, and Brian Myers in a, in a decent match. Uh, Impact tag team tiles up for grabs as Fire and Flava defending against Jordan Grace and they. Newly signed uh, Rachel Ellering, a.k.a. the daughter of Precious Paul Ellering, manager of the oh, What a Rush tag team of LOD. Uh, Jordan Grace, a.k.a. You know, the, I would say, you know, I've loved her work so far that I've seen is awesome. Uh, and and that's it. That's it. I got nothing else for her. Uh, Jordan Grace picks up the victory. Or Jordan Grace and Rachel, uh, Rachel Ellering are your new Impact World uh, Tag Team Knockout Tag Team Champs. Uh, I can't wait to see what these two are going to be doing as a tag team moving forward as they are the tag team champs. Uh, last man standing match between Sammy Callahan and Trey Miguel. Uh, Trey Miguel defeats Sammy Callahan and the last man standing match in a brutal last man standing match. Impact World Tag Team Tiles Up for Grabs, a rematch from last uh, month's Hardcore Justice event with Finn Juice defending against the Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson. Uh, Finn Juice picking up the victory and retaining their Impact World Tag Team titles representing New Japan Pro Wrestling. One-on-one uh, -on -one Impact Knockouts title up for grabs as Denona Perezzo taking on Tennille Dashwood. And it was an okay match. Uh, Perezzo picks up the victory 
And we saw afterwards the return of uh, Taylor Wilde as she returns to Impact Wrestling after a many-year hiatus from the company. Uh, returns. And then, of course, the main event I already talked about. Kenny Omega is now the Impact and AEW World Champions. The belt collector is real with Kenny Omega, the god of wrestling. Adds another belt to his collection. Uh, that was Impact Rebellion this past weekend. Uh, let's head on over and talk a little bit about what went down on SmackDown this past week. Um, and again, while I'm on the subject, you know, again, with seeing what's been taking place with Raw and SmackDown. And it is well known that Raw three hours, SmackDown two hours. And my issues, of course, with SmackDown is that you have a short amount of time or shorter amount of time to do matches than Raw. And while, again, SmackDown has the shorter amount, you know, the shorter matches, you know, four compared to Raw's, you know, like six or seven on a random Raw, SmackDown has been putting in the quality of the work. While Raw's been putting in the quantity. And I feel like maybe if things need to get shaken up on SmackDown to where you don't just have one women's match. Maybe you put two women's matches in there. Maybe you move you get more interest, you know, you get the tag team scene more time on TV. And I'm talking about the tag team titles, the tag team champions on the scene to where they're doing more. And it's more interesting on SmackDown. But I, again, just my thoughts on that, quick thoughts on the, with SmackDown Raw. Um, and then and I'll talk about Raw in a few minutes. There are a couple of a little bit after talking about SmackDown. Uh, Daniel Bryan Cesaro taking on Jey Uso and Seth Rollins. Uh, great matchup on that with uh, Daniel Bryan Cesaro, of course. Both of them looking to get into the title picture. Uh, Daniel Bryan, of course, uh, trying to get the title, or one more, at least one more time in the title picture. Cesaro trying to get into the title picture, the world, the universal title picture against uh, Roman Reigns. Uh, Jay Uso and Seth Rollins uh, lose to Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. Uh, Tamina taking on Nia Jackson one-on-one competition. Uh, Tamina picking up the victory over Nia Jax. Uh, Apollo Crews taking on Kevin Owens defending the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, interesting scenario for Kevin Owens to... Get into an Intercontinental Championship match, you know, this quickly while, again, feeling like Big E is still, you know, in that title hunt, you know, trying to gain, regain the Intercontinental Championship and have this, you know, interesting story with Apollo Crews. Uh, but Apollo Crews picks up the victory, retains over Kevin Owens and keeps his Intercontinental Championship. Rey Mysterio and Dominic take on Alpha Academy in tag team action. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic picking up the victory. I'm liking Rey Mysterio and Dominic 
I want them to be the tag team champions. I want to see them as the SmackDown tag team champs. It would be so impactful to see those two as the tag as father and son tag team champions and to get them a good story with, you know, Ziggler and Rude that they can do something with. I feel like they can make something happen with those four men. Maybe even add in Alpha Academy or hell, even put Jay and uh Roman in for a quick second or for like a couple couple matches to where maybe Roman wants to add the tag team tiles to his repertoire to be a double champion. Just something to throw out there for thought. Uh, we do know next this coming Friday, tomorrow night, that we're going to see Daniel Bryan taking on Roman Reigns one last time because it will be the Universal Championship on the line. Daniel Bryan taking on Roman Reigns. And if Daniel Bryan does not win, he is out of SmackDown. He is gone from SmackDown. Uh, and the way that Daniel Bryan's been putting it, that he is looking to step away from the full-time job and be a part-timer, I don't... Maybe he has one last quick run in him, maybe to last through SummerSlam. If Dan Bryan can go through SummerSlam, maybe as the Universal Champion, and take on Cesaro. And that would be a great matchup right there. Maybe, you know, again, with Roman Reigns, Cesaro, and Dan Bryan, maybe Edge when he returns, you know, something to that degree. That would be fun to watch right there. Edge versus Dan Bryan World title, or Universal title right there. Or at least give Roman Reigns a little bit of a break because he's been holding on to that title since SummerSlam. Actually, no, since Payback. That was like two weeks or a week later from SummerSlam. So I think it'd probably be time for Roman Reigns to get to get a title break, or at least you know a trade around to that point on SmackDown. But that was SmackDown for this past week. Uh, let's talk Raw quickly. Uh, Raw, of course, again, more of quantity rather than quali quality in the eyes of the fans. Uh, Mason T-Bar taking on Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. Mason T-Bar beating Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. Uh, I guess later on we had Braun taking on Drew McIntyre. Number one contenders. Opportunity for Braun. As we know, Drew is going to get a title shot at WrestleMania Backlash for the WWE title. Uh, Braun picks up the victory, you know, can beat Drew McIntyre. He is inserted into the Backlash or WrestleMania Backlash match, making a triple threat match, which he did. Braun Strowman beats Drew McIntyre. He is now a part of the triple threat or a part of the WWE Championship match, which now is a triple threat match at WrestleMania backlash uh new day taking and damian priest taking on ms jackson Riker, and elias uh new day and damian priest loving their action over the last several weeks and months i feel like they can bring in the qual the quantity and the the content uh again loving it new day damian priest beats ms 
Riker and Elias in six-man tag action. Uh, in six-woman tag action, you have the champs, uh, the tag champs, and the Raw women's champ, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and Rhea Ripley taking on Naomi, Lana, and Asuka. And Jax, Baszler, and Ripley hold their ground. They beat uh, Naomi, Lana, and Asuka in six-woman tag action. Uh, loving what Rhea Ripley's been doing recently as she's now the Raw Women's Champ. Uh, I feel like she's going to hold on to that title for quite a while. And may I want to see who you could probably pair her up with at SummerSlam. I want to see who they're going to probably pair with. Um, Charlotte taking on Manny Rose. Charlotte picks up the victory. And again, her suspension is lifted. She has paid her fine in full. Uh, she is back on the active roster after a week. Uh, and then, of course, the tag team we knew we never knew we wanted, but we got this past week. Uh, Matt R Riddle and Randy Orton rated, you know, the team of RK Bro taking on former members of the Hurt Business, Edric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, and Matt Riddle and Randy Orton as a tag team is a tag team I feel like we needed. Unfortunately, I, mean, I feel like this is something that WWE could put some money behind and they could get some shirts and some merch out this business with Randy Orton. I mean, think about it. Randy Orton for the longest time has been in the title hunt, the, the WWE Championship title hunt, Universal title hunt. Then the Fiend stepped into it, and he's been stressing with the Fiend and Alexa Bliss for a long time. Maybe it's time for Randy Orton to just relax. And, you know, teaming with Matt Riddle, maybe we could see them as ta the Raw Tag Team Champions soon. Maybe even by SummerSlam that this team... Rated, I would even say rate, or I can't even say rate RKO because it's uh, rent, uh, Orton and Edge, but Team RK Bro, you got the mellowness of Matt Riddle and the Viper Randy Orton. I can only imagine r the Viper just relaxed, but could still strike you at any times. Like, yeah, right there. But I I want to see what they're going to do with Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. Sorry, Riddle as a tag team. If this is a true team that they're going to maybe make as a tag team, give them a tag team title shot, tag team titles. Give Randy Orton some, you know, relax from the WWE title picture for a little while. Maybe get Matt or get Riddle some, you know, some elevate his talent and, the right person with him. I think that that could be with Randy Orton, and I can't wait to see it. It is going to look great. Uh, that was Raw this past week. NXT on Tuesday. NXT has, again, been on fire, guys. I've been loving it. I uh, cannot say nothing bad about NXT. Uh, Mercedes Martinez taking on Dakota Kai and beating her, you know, via disqualification. 
it was a good, you know, okay matchup up until that DQ. Uh, Zendaya, uh, Ramir taking on Tony Storm. Again, Tony Storm has been kind of flexing a little bit. I mean, she's been losing to uh, unknown, you know, new, essentially rookies or new, uh, new people. And this is not the Tony Storm that has won. A former NXT UK Women's Champ. This isn't the former May Young Classic winner. I want to say, yeah, May Classic winner. You're like, yeah, I think so. But Tony Storm needs to find her storm. You know, get that storm back to you know raging and fast if she wants to get back to that NXT Women's Title picture. Uh, Bronson Reed taking on Austin Theory, and the story continues between Indy and Dexter. I don't know what's going on with those two. They've had a little, if they had a little spat or something, but uh, I think Indy might want to change her tune a little bit to be like, she got saved by Dexter uh, from Austin Theory attacking. Uh, but Bronson Reed, of course, picks up the victory over Austin Theory. He will now get an NXT North American Championship opportunity. Uh, in the near future, or hopefully at the next takeover over the next couple weeks. Uh, Imperium taking on Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Uh, Imperium beats Drake Maverick and Killian Dane in tag team action. And Legado de Fantasma taking on MSK and Kushida, the reigning tag team and cruiserweight champions uh, on the NXT brand, and that match was awesome, guys. It was impactful. It was fast-paced, and it was awesome. Uh, Legado de Fantasma beat the tag champs and the cru cruiserweight champ in six-man tag action. It was a great NXT this week. Uh, moving on over to Dynamite as we head out and close out the show for the week. Uh, we're going to talk about Blood and Guts next week in a short little bit. Uh, Dynamite this past week, we had Brian Cage taking on Hangman Page. Cage from Team Taz beats Page in one-on-one -on -one action. The Young Bucks, the new Young Bucks, beat Matt and Mike, Mike Seidel. And funny, of course, they use the Johnny Cage, not shot, <laughs> toasty, <laughs> and the B, the BTE. Of uh, trigger, Young Bucks pick up the victory. Uh, we do know that SCU's uh, or Christopher Daniels and Kaz are going to be the next, are they going to be the number one contenders for the tag team titles? Can't wait to see that matchup. Of course, if Kaz and or Frankie Kazaria and Christopher Daniels lose a match. As a tag team, they will no longer be tag team partners again. So, again, I cannot wait for that. Uh, uh, Orange Cassidy taking on Pentagon Jr. Orange Cassidy picks up the victory over Pe Pentagon Jr. Uh, Chris Statlander taking on Pavel Penelope Ford in one-on-one -on -one action. Uh, Chris Statlander picks up the victory in a great one-on-one -on -one women's action. Uh, the Factory beats Nightmare Family in six-man tag action with the with Billy Gunn, Dustin Rhodes. I forgot. Actually, no, it was tag team action. Sorry. 
the factory, of course, QT Marshall's factory. Uh, we saw the return of Cody Rhodes beating up on his former best friend uh, in QT Marshall on top of his bus. And then, of course, TNT title opportunity as Darby Allen taking on 10 of the Dark Order. And what a matchup for the TNT title. Darby Allen beats 10 with the roll-up. Uh, well, with the reversal roll-up from the turnbuckle and picks up the victory and retains his TNT title. Again, I love what Darby Allen's been doing, especially as TNT champion. I, I think he's going to hold on to that towel for quite a while. And it's going to be great action for him. Uh, can't wait to see who his next opponent's going to be for the TNT title. But now we get to what we came are going to be coming to see next week, ladies and gentlemen. Blood and guts next week. We know it will be the inner circle versus the pinnacle. And we now know what the blood and guts is going to be like because we're throwing it back old school, ladies and gentlemen. We're going back to the original, the true original war game settings from the Jim Crockett promotion days, from the WCW days, because it will be 2K, two rings, one giant cage encompassing both rings with a roof, not the WWE version that is an NXT right now that they're doing the, the crazy stuff off the top of the cage. It will be the original Jim Crockett promotion WCW version of War Games, aka for this version, Blood and Guts. Veal and the rules for this match is, of course, you know them, you love them. Team style. One team will have an advantage throughout the match, and of course, it is the pinnacle. So they will have the advantage of the two, the handy, the two on one handicap match during or two on one. Then the three-on-two, the four-on-three, all the way to all the members come in. And, of course, coming in at, inter at interim intervals, time intervals, during the match. But this time, the only way to win this match, and again, we're going old school. There will be no pinfalls. So pinfalls, toss them out the door. The only way to win this match after all of the members are in the in the blind guts match is submission or surrender. You cannot win by pinfall, you cannot win by escape of the cage, you get or you know walking out the door. Your team has to submit or surrender to lose the match. And we know it will be the inner circle taking on the pinnacle. The inner circle of Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz taking on MJF, Wardlow, Sean Spears, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Hardwood in the Blood and Guts match. But we also know next week we're going to see Cody Rhodes taking on QT Marshall in one-on-one -on -one action. Kenny Omega will and Michael Nakazawa will take on Mox and A. Kingston in tag team action. Britt Baker will have a match against an unknown female. We don't know yet to be determined. Uh, and then SCU, or actually, I think they unfortunately um, told us over this, over the, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, SCU will be in a fatal four-way tag team match for a future AEW World Tag Team title opportunity as SCU will take on Jurassic Express, Varsity Blunt, and the acclaimed 
in a fatal four-way tag team match. That's what's going to go down Dynamite next week. Live on the program. But I do believe that is going to be it for me, guys. Uh, again, it was a great, nice little break for me, guys. Uh, but actually, let's get out before we get out of here completely. Let's run down the normal stuff we have here our house clean rules be sure to like subscribe and follow us on all of our social media platforms on facebook twitter and our youtube pages you can find uh you can find us on on facebook you just search the flex network on twitter you can find us at the flex network one for your fur fancy football and your football content you can find us at MMA Evergreen for your mixed martial arts and UFC content. And then, of course, I know last week I said, you know, we're shutting it down and we're moving over. Nope. Sorry. The page is back because we're back at FlexNet underscore PW Elite for your wrestling content. We're back on that. And then, of course, our YouTube pages. You should be following us. Just search Flex Network. And Flex Network Wrestling for your content on YouTube. And of course, we're always on that podcast scene. We're on pretty much on all the content on all the areas. Uh Spotify, Apple, you name it, we're there. But if we're not somewhere where you listen to podcasts, let us know. We'll get there and we'll flex on that. But that's gonna be it for me, guys. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go enjoy wrestling as the best way i know how with friday night smackdown this come tomorrow night and get of course watch a little bit of the draft the nfl draft it's that time of the year but that's gonna be it for me guys i will check you out guys out next week so i am the snowman and i will see you guys next week peace oh You got some fellow Canadians. But when you're from Calgary. Where's that? Alberta, Canada. A one-way first-class ticket to Larryland. What is it with you folks coming to Florida, stay in your own country? This is the Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. Why me? Why me? Why me? Don't blame Canada. Blame yourself. Feels like showtime every minute to me. I can't help it. No, 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 no. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Ta-ta for now. We're out of time. Good night on Nitro. The preceding announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Well, you're welcome, Jurassic slap-ass.